They gon' try to call you names, label you with things till you're ashamed. You're a sexist or a racist, white supremacist or gay. They'll attack your reputation, claim that you're the one to blame, and try to make you hate yourself for ways that you behave. They're just names. Embrace them and they'll never cause you pain. They're just words that another person thought up in their brain. They're just names. They do not define you. That's insane. And they'll just call you so Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Warning This Shit's Funny podcast. I'm Thorn. And I'm Roadkill. And here we talk about weird, outlandish, funny news stories. We really talk about anything and everything we can because we're just two lifelong friends that we just talk about bullshit every day and we really thought that this was something that other people would enjoy so we got together and we just decided that this was a really good thing to do so i thank you for joining our podcast and you can find us on twitter at at this shit's warning and you can also find us on facebook at warning this shit's funny podcast and warning this shit's funny uh i implore everybody to join and give us suggestions and give us things to talk about and we would really appreciate it but for now let's get to the show there we go now I look tan again not tan <laughs> not Tim I said tan I not said Tim today junior black and tans that's a dog or a color of a dog I should say it's also, it's a cigarette, isn't it? No, black and mild. And that's a cigar. Either that, I mean, Black and tan. Black and mild is a cigarello. Yeah, Let's yeah get that and then straight. black and tan is also a type of beer. Maybe that's yeah, what I'm like thinking technically of. Technically, a Guinness being a super stout, but it's technically like a black and tan, I think. Don't hold me to that. Don't sue me, Guinness. I'm not sure. I don't drink your beer. But I know that when you pour it, it starts tan. And then it goes black. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe it's a tan and black. I know in Australia, a, coffee, a cup of coffee is called a long black. Walk into a coffee shop, say, let me get a long black. And in America, they look at you like, we don't have that here. <laughs> Sir, you want the whorehouse down I on fifth? I almost ashed in my whiskey. <laughs> oh, you wouldn't have cared. You would have just picked the ashes. I would have. It's more flavor. I, yeah, see how that smoky taste now. I would have stirred now. that shit in there and drank it anyways, because like I said, there's about six ounces of whiskey in there, and I ain't fucking wasting it. Do me a favor. Mm-hmm. What's, what's the rest say? Oh, do me a favor and stop talking. <laughs> so if I get on a rant, you're just going to yeah. lean back? Well, that's what I... I used to wear this to work, but, you know, since I'm in charge now, and Linda says that's not a permanent... <laughs> All right, what what good stories did you come up with? Well, where do you want to start, man? We'll start with that. What are your views on crabs? Like <laughs> the crabs you get at Red Lobster? Just, or? Yeah, yeah, eating crabs. I mean, technically, if you want to get technical, you can eat those ones too, but it's... No. <laughs> itchy beer, uh, itchy beer. I mean... Uh... <clears throat> I like shellfish. Like shellfish. How about drinking shellfish? Says no. All right. So all. this is a news story. It says they're small, they're green, they're crustaceans, and now they're in whiskey. Green crabs are an invasive pest that have plagued North America's marine ecosystem for more than 200 years. A New Hampshire distillery is taking on the problem by using them to make green crab flavored whiskey. 
green crabs are so abundant that it's going to take a lot more years, a lot more than whiskey to curb the population. But some hope bringing awareness to the issue will lead to creative solutions. And then the distillery is called the Tamworth Distillery, and they're making Crabs Trapper Whiskey. It says that each bottle has about one pound of green crab in it. That's a lot of crab, man. A pound? You're drinking a pound of crab. What do they do? Just like juice it all up and throw it in the whiskey? Yeah, it just says they're pretty much just doing that. Yeah, they're... I didn't read. I didn't get the full article, but yeah, it's, they're just they're they're processing down like you would a crab that you're gonna eat, and then just distilling it, <laughs> and mix. I think they're blending it with whiskey or something like that, or they're just adding it as an ingredient in the disti- as an ingredient in the distilling process. But yeah, they're green crab whiskey <laughs> or crabs trapper whiskey. Crab crabs trapper. Yeah, that's whiskey. what it's called. Crab trapper whiskey. Um, if you're listening, Crab Trapper Whiskey, uh, we are taking some <laughs> So how about this one? Uh, it's, it's called On the Lambo. When Trooper Rip Morgan, Rick Morgan pulled over an SUV going about 102 miles an hour and drifting across lanes on Highway 15 near Ogden, Utah in May, he expected to find a driver who was either severely impaired or having a medical emergency. Instead, Morgan discovered a five-year-old boy perched on the edge of the driver's seat, his feet barely reaching the pedals, and his head just clearing the dashboard. The child, who had taken the keys to the family's car while his teenage sister was napping, had driven about six miles across town before getting on the freeway. Later, He later told baffled officers that he was planning to make it to California and buy a Lamborghini. While he only had $3 in his wallet, he was at least driving in the right direction. Okay, I'm glad, I'm glad you said... So I thought you were saying that they had a no. Lamborghini. I was like, wait, hold on. How would a teenage daughter have a Lamborghini? I have the wrong kind of parents, if that's true. No, the sister was babysitting, and she went to sleep, so he took the family car. What? Uh, are you just doing funny stories right yeah, now? Yeah, I mean, that's, that's the you-can't-make-this-shit-up okay. uh, portion. I don't, I don't have anything for this portion, <laughs> I'll be honest with you. I've got stuff for Florida Man right. and Monkey Business. And I got stuff for uh, our uh, kind of like grind my yeah. gears okay. section. But. So another one says, I believe I can fly. On three occasions this past summer, Songshan Airport and downtown Taipei allowed 60 passengers the chance to check in, collect their boarding passes, clear security, wait at their gate, and board a China Airlines Airbus. The plane's destination? Nowhere. The group were the lucky winners of a contest that let people role-play a day at the airport, satisfying their nostalgia for a time when air travel was still a fun and easy prospect. Once the passengers boarded, uh, boarded though their trip came to an anticlimactic end. After being greeted by flight attendants, buckling up and sitting on the tarmac, fantasy travels deplaned and went home. Man, you remember, you remember when there was a... When there used to be no security before he got on an airplane. Yep. So, uh, that brings up a, a funny, uh, I mean, this kind of falls under the same category. It's not as funny, but, so, last time that terminals were updated at uh, MCI mm-hmm. uh, was right before 9-11. They actually finished construction, like, the week before 9-11. Mm-hmm. 
So the terminals as they are now, which were meant for like ease of yeah, use, yeah. Uh, like that that was done like a week before nine eleven mm-hmm. happened, and uh, <laughs> that immediately became obsolete. That terminal design as soon as nine eleven uh, happened. So they spent millions of dollars building those terminals the way they were, and uh, like a week later they were an obsolete design. And you know twenty. Two years later, still have the same Sounds design, about right? If it ain't if it ain't broken, don't fix it. It's like, well, this shit was broke a week after we made it, but it's so, not. So uh, actually, <laughs> in the new terminal, also they're gonna have like something like uh-huh. that, but it's it's not gonna be like you're not actually boarding a real flight or an airplane. They're gonna have a fuselage in there so people can get like a simulation. Yeah. It's meant to like. Normalize like autistic children and kids with special needs. That's cool. Flying. But I, I, I'm not going to an airport to get a fake airplane <laughs> ride. Well, no. apparently, 60 people in Taipei on three separate occasions thought this was a good idea. <laughs> there, there must not be a whole lot to do in Taipei. Yeah, I mean, well, it's Taiwan. It's a little small. It's a little tiny. All right. No, that's China. Yeah, debatable. Oh, so says the NBA. All right, so how about this one? It's entitled In Deep Water. When the Kanake, Illinois Sheriff's Sheriff's Office posted a photo of 26-year-old Brandon Conti wanted for a DUI on their Facebook page the day before Halloween, they are hoping for tips on his whereabouts. Instead, they got a comment from Conti himself. Apaldi wrote, where's my costume? The office responded by editing a sailor suit onto Conti's mugshot complete with a cap that read ahoy. That's awesome Conti commented the next day. I'll be there before noon. Conti turned himself in and was released on bail later the same day with enough time left to trick or treat. I I just, you you can't make this (laughs) shit up Josh. How about the snack bandit? Police officers in the Volusia County, Florida, got a call they weren't prepared for in August. A raccoon was stuck in a vending machine at the local high school. Students and staff spotted the critter behind the glass, looking guilty. Though the raccoon appeared happy in a vertical snack heaven, the vending machine was wheeled outside and popped open, and the masked bandit eventually emerged snack-free. Next time, he'll need to bring change like the rest of us. People are amazing. You know that. I just want to take a second and recognize that. (laughs) Alright, so, uh, hit me with, I found one monkey business, so hit me with some monkey business. Oh, some monkey, you want some monkey business? Let let me pull them up real quick, because I can't remember them by heart. See, not prepared. Not prepared. I got a, I got a six-page Word document set next to me. (laughs) I've got, I've got a Word document, too, I just gotta get to it. Um, this one's called Primal Attraction. So, this odd but true story involves two female California gorilla handlers who claimed that they were fired for refusing to expose their breasts to a 300 pound Oh yeah, Coco the gorilla back in like, uh, 2015 or some shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But keep going, keep going, keep going. The handlers were responsible for the ape at the Gorilla Foundation and were supposedly pressured and giving in to the gorilla's nipple fetish by showing them the uh-huh. rest. Yeah, that was, uh, that was, I don't know if you've ever, ever seen the video, but Robin Williams, when he goes to visit the gorilla, that's who he's going to visit is Coco the gorilla. And she does, in fact, have a nipple fetish because she sat there and she kept signing it till he showed her his nipples. 
and then she just you know got all happy and shit. It's, yeah, <laughs> it, it's it's a real thing. Like she has. So she's like every human man. But it's ever. a you know thirty three year old female um, a gorilla, silverback gorilla. Um, monkey burglars are the new cat burglars. Uh-huh. A London man was shocked to come home to an uninvited guest. A large chimpanzee had broken into his home through a window and was making off with his cell phone. Afraid of sustaining serious injury, the man didn't try to get his phone back. But the chimp had been on a spree, robbing at least one other home in the area. Who knows, maybe the chimp was just trying to phone home. <laughs> uh, chimps and phones. That uh, There was another another similar story. It was in California at a uh, sanctuary at a it was a primate sanctuary and one of the Capuchin Capu the Ace Ventura monkey I can't say it the outbreak monkey uh, they had gotten onto a golf cart and they had picked up one of the cell phones and since that type of monkey is known for just randomly pressing buttons well they somehow managed to dial nine one one and they dialed nine one one and hung up and of course you know the sheriff's department they came out and to investigate and all the all the workers in the sanctuary were shocked like well none of us called 911 and then finally somebody made the connection it's like maybe it was a monkey <laughs> there's another funny one i wanted to share oh th- this one puff goes the monkey most humans recognize that smoking is harmful for your health <laughs> Even if they decide to keep on smoking. Chimpanzees, though, might need a bit of extra coaching. Charlie, a chimp in South Africa, was a smoker, a habit he apparently developed by watching his visitors smoke cigarettes. Poor Charlie would scramble to pick up the cigarettes after they were thrown into his cage. Then he puffs away, much to the chagrin of his handlers. <laughs> I can see the monkey, like, curled over like... Yep. <sighs> That's, that used to be, like, a thing, you know. I think it was, it was, like... It was in the Middle East. The guys that got the little street monkeys with the little with the little box, and they come by. Yeah, like the uh, yeah, spider so they monkeys. come by. You know, give the guy a dollar monkey, pull out a cigarette, and fucking smoke it, and you know, put it out, and then you know, give him another dollar. He'd light light another fucking cigarette. <laughs> Pretty sure um, that's why PETA was admitted. It's like you know, that's what started it all. <laughs> now, if I said the word swap monkey, what would you swap think? monkey? Swat. Oh, swap monkey. I don't know, a little monkey with a baseball bat beating the shit out of a dog. So, uh, an Arizona SWAT team debated back in 2005 mm-hmm. over whether or not to invite a special trooper to their unit. No, not another German Shepherd. It's a little capuchin monkey weighing in at three pounds. Yep, the Ace Ventura monkey. The SWAT officers plan to dress the monkey in a special <laughs> vest equipped with a small video camera. While he unlocks doors and searches buildings, it may sound cute, but I think a German Shepherd fits a SWAT image better than a three-pound monkey. Yes. Hey, man, mon- monkeys are smart. Uh-huh. Here, I got one for you. This was this was my monkey business story that I came up came up with. So, as, as a man that had reached the ripe old age of forty-eight, I can promise you that I have seen some shit go down. This one totally takes the cake for me, though. Says I was waiting out in front of a truck stop back in the mid '80s sitting on a park bench with a guy that had a big Rottweiler kind of dog on a leash with him. I tried to make small talk, but he was quite a sourpuss. So we sat in silence for a few minutes until the most unexpected thing I'd ever seen happened right before my very eyes. While we were sitting there, a big 18-wheeler pulls up without a trailer, so he parks right up in front like a normal car would. Inside the cab of the truck with the driver was a little monkey. 
the dance for the organ um, uh, grinder type. I think they are called race monkeys, perhaps. Well, the dog spots this little monkey and proceeds to go apeshit over it, lunging at the end of his leash and barking at the top of his lungs, generally making a real spectacle of himself, to say the least. The driver is obviously upset, but not nearly as much as the monkey is. Actually, upset, upset may be the wrong adjective to use for the, monkey, for the monkey, though. In retrospect, I think eagerly aggressive may have been a more appropriate description for, the, for his disposition. He was pacing the dashboard back and forth, never taking his eyes off this very aggravated dog. The driver opens his little triangle window that they don't make on cars anymore, the ones that were smokers back in the day. He yells out in his douche, yells back out to this douchebag to call his dog off because it is upsetting his monkey. The guy laughs and says, no way, I told you it was a jerk, didn't I? Says that his dog ain't bothering nobody. The dog hasn't shut up since he laid eyes on the monkey. I promise you he is bothering everybody for several blocks. Now here's where things got interesting. The driver says that if he doesn't call off his dog, he's going to let his monkey loose on the dog. Douchebag laughs and says that his dog would eat that monkey alive. Upon hearing this, the driver leans over and reaches into his glove box, I guess, pulls out one of those little tiny baseball bats like you get at an Astro World or Carnival and places it in the monkey's hand. The monkey obviously knows what's about to go down because he's now trying to squeeze out of that tiny little triangular window I mentioned earlier. The monkey has murder in his eyes, if I've ever seen it. Driver hollows, last chance to save your dog's ass, man. In response, douchebag lights his dog off the leash. Now we have a situation that has escalated to the point of where we have a dog jumping up at the window and a monkey screaming profanities right back at him. Well, the driver finally rolls down the regular window and out leaps all kinds of miniature primate hell. The, doctor never, the dog never knew what hit him. Quick as a flash, the monkey is riding on the back of his dog's neck, his two back feet all wrapped up in his neck fur with one hand hanging onto the near, and the other, and the other, as you might have guessed by now, is readily and mercifully rain, raining down blows upon this dog's head and face. And I mean hard blows. You can hear them whap, whap, whap. Well, it only took a moment for the dog to realize that he was way over his head. He bolts yelping bloody murder as he runs away at full speed. I mean, this dog is running so fucking hard he's throwing up tufts of grass and dirt as soon as he leaves pavement. The monkey's still riding him and beating him the whole time. Douchebag acts like he wants to fight now, but several people, including myself, stepped into a to stop that nonsense. In a couple of minutes or so, the little monkey comes loping back with the little bat still in hand, leaps into the still open window of the truck to await his master who has gone to the store. And it says the guy ran off to find his dog, but I don't know if he ever did. My ride showed up and I had to go. Never again in this lifetime will I see something so totally crazy and unexpected like that. I am both fortunate and humbled to have been so privileged to be present for such an event. <clears throat> now, I, I, I got a question for you, man. If I asked you, what do you find similar between a kitten and a strip club, what would you say? A kitten and a strip club? Well, they'll get your claws into you eventually. <laughs> well, you know, in uh, June 11th of 2012, a Florida man was arrested for calling 911 after his kitten was denied entry into a strip club. Mm -hmm. So, uh, this man was arrested outside of an Emerald City strip club and Murdoch for repeatedly calling emergency line to report that the club owner had refused to let his kitty into the jiggle <laughs> joint. <laughs> it's like that strip club called Beef. It was like, we got the chance between fart and beef. I was like, I think I'll try fart. <laughs> no, nobody wants to the strip club called Beef. There's, there's no such things as chicks with dicks, Josh. Just guys with yeah. tits. <laughs> Is that your Florida man? 
That's one of many. All right. October 23rd, 2014. Florida man once arrested for fighting, for fighting drag queen with tiki torch runs for mayor. Boyd Corbin was reportedly dressed in an ironic KKK costume at Halloween party in 2012 where he allegedly got to a brawl with a man in drag, leading to his bus for aggravated assault. But it, that didn't stop him from running for mayor of a small city of Wilton Manors two years later. Hey. <laughs> did, did he win? I, ha- I have no know? idea. I didn't, I didn't go that far into Can, it. I was going to say, we need to look into well, that. Let's see. Let me pull up the While, you, while you're doing that, I'll go into my next one. All right. Uh, January 1st, 2015. Florida man trapped in closet for two days. So John Atwood and Amber Campbell thought they were stuck in a janitor's closet at Daytona State uh-huh. College for two days before realizing they could just open the door and walk out. Yeah, I, I read that one. That one that was kind of funny. It's like, all right, stupid, watch this. Listen, I, I'm speaking to everybody in Florida. Keep this stuff there. <laughs> MFGA, make Florida great again. Okay, just just keep them there. We don't we don't want them anywhere near us. Just just keep that. That's special kind of stupid. That's a, that's the kind of stupid you get screwing with gators in the glades. Which I actually have a friend, Josh. That here's a Florida man story from a person that I actually know. So a guy that I played uh, college football with named Jordan came up with this alter ego a couple of years ago called Dan the Man. Uh-huh. So he used to like walk into gas stations, grocery stores, all kinds of places, just like yelling, I'm Dan the Man. Dan the Man's in uh-huh. the house. Just all kinds of stuff causing a ruckus. He actually got in trouble for that, and he got like trespassed from a grocery store down mm-hmm. there. Anyways, so then he comes up with... Uh, he comes up with uh, a persona called the Alligator Man and then proceeds to make videos of himself catching a live gator and then walking around with it on, like, a mm-hmm. rope. And then he's dancing with it and all kinds of other stuff. And then he took it home. Of course. Well, then he caught charges because he took an alligator home. And then, like, the whole thing, they show him uh, being arrested and then he was turning himself over at the county uh, jail. And, uh... He, he's in he's in full dress as Dan the Man. He's just like he's doing an interview. He's like, I'm Dan the Man, the brother of the Alligator Man, <laughs> and he just just goes into a whole tirade about how he's turning himself in and uh, how he'll see justice. Uh-huh. All right, <laughs> All right. Uh, October seventh, two thousand nineteen, Florida man arrested for trying to get an elevator drunk. Timothy Kepke, 27, allegedly fed some beer to a gator after his pal caught it with his bare hands in Palm City. But the reptile apparently wasn't a fan of the booze and bit him, and both men were later arrested. Um, oh, piggybacking off my last story. Uh, December 7, 2015, Florida man killed by alligator while hiding in <laughs> Matthew Riggins was fatally chomped by an 11-foot gator after allegedly breaking into a home and then hiding from cops. And Barefoot Bay Lake. Mm-hmm. When police found him, the 22-year-old was missing part of his Uh-oh. Home. I know. That gator wanted to snack. Uh, did, I, did I tell you that story about that kid in the UK that they caught? Uh, the one that stole the BMW? Uh, uh-uh. All right, so this, this goes back to the you can't make this shit up. Uh... 18-year-old kid, don't remember his name, but he stole this $10,000 BMW and then went and gassed and dashed. He went and filled it up with gas and then, you know, ran off without paying. And he'd been on the run for like two, three months, and finally the police, they get a uh, warrant 
to search the girlfriend's house. And they go through this house top to bottom. They've been in there for a couple hours and they're just about to give up when one of the officers looks behind them and notices that the five foot teddy bear in the corner appears to be breathing. So they slowly approached the teddy bear and grabbed it and flipped it over. And what he had done is he had tore the ass end out and had fully climbed inside of this teddy bear and was just chilling in the corner. But he couldn't hide the fact that he was breathing. So he um, promptly was arrested. <laughs> How about this one? This one kind of falls under Captain Methy and his sidekick Tweaky, even though there's no sidekick. It says, Florida man caught smoking meth assures cops it's legal now. Is that a Florida man who was caught in the act of smoking meth told cops not to worry about it because the laws had changed in his favor. A 31-year-old Enzo Zabala Cardarzo, yeah, Cardarzo was caught by officers. Say that name three times no. fast. Was caught by officers in St. Petersburg with a glass pipe up to his lips, trying to light the contents inside on August 4th. According to the arrest affidavit, Zabala Cardarzo was attempted was attempted to be talked to by the police, but he began walking away after declaring meth is legal now. He didn't have any answers to when legislators legalized the highly addictive drug. Well, it turns out that in the state of Florida, methamphetamine and the possession of it is still a crime and most entirely, most certainly not legal. Officers obtained the pipe and a field test returned positive for, you guessed it, methamphetamine. Zabala Cardoza was busted on felony drug possession charges and a misdemeanor count of resisting police. 31-year-old Enzo Zabala Cardoza was booked in the Pinellas County Jail on a $2,150 bond. The arrest came at 3.30 a.m. Thursday and shortly after officers became informed that Zabala Cardozo was free on bond in connection with his arrest at the end of May of possession of meth and drug paraphernalia. <laughs> it's legal now. It's cool, man. <laughs> just, just, sir, do you know why I pulled you over? No, you were doing 90 and a 45. It's you legal could, now. You can smell, smell it. Mmm, <laughs> that tastes like blue. <laughs> Have you ever tasted blue? It's delicious. <laughs> All right, I got a couple food-related ones right. for you. So, June 8th, 2017, Florida man desperate for a ride to Hooters calls 911. Yeah. Jonathan Hinkle allegedly told 911 dispatchers you need a ride to the provocative eatery to help his grandmother, who had fallen <laughs> ill. Cops later learned the 28-year-old Merritt Island man's granny... Was perfectly fine, and Hinkle was arrested on charges of missing misusing nine. Hinkle is Einhorn. Einhorn is Hinkle. <laughs> oh wait, no, that's when he gets the arrow in his leg and uh. Eh, <laughs> <laughs> um, here, here's another one for you. Uh, almost a a year to the day, January 9th, twenty eighteen. Florida man tries to steal a rack of ribs by stashing it in his pants. Yeah, of course he does. When cops. I'm a, I'm a butcher this name. When cops busted Maeli Alvarez Aguilar That's not bad. at an Indian town store, he allegedly removed a full rack of ribs from his waistband. <laughs> the hungry 26-year-old was smuggling fried chicken, two packs of hamburger buns, and some mashed potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that, uh, you, you remember that, uh... That bit from Jackass where he's the old man and he just starts stuffing bananas and stuff uh-huh. in his jacket and it's very obvious. I- I'm imagining that's what's going on uh-huh. with this. Uh-huh. Um, here- here's one that'll kind of make you cringe. Just a couple, actually. That's what they all say. And then there's a funny one that you, you will not agree with. Um, so, a- 
Florida man insists syringes pulled from his rectum aren't his. Syringes pulled from his rectum aren't his. He's like, I swear they're not mine. After getting hauled into jail on marijuana charges, man, I swear it's legal now. In, in Florida, uh, it Wesley is actually. Dasher. In, L- listen to this guy's name, Wesley Dasher uh, Scott. Of course. Sounds like. Yeah, it sounds like a Chad or a Terrence. <laughs> Allegedly pulled three syn- syringes from his rump during a strip search. Ask why he had the needles. Scott claimed they actually belonged no, to someone else. They do. I'm just holding them for a friend, it's man. A from a buddy, man. <laughs> these, these aren't mine. Those aren't mine. <laughs> I've never seen this uh, before he, in my Here's life. one that will really make you cringe, brother. Florida man in dog costume filmed himself having sex with Siberian husky. Why? <laughs> Wait till you hear his uh, name. Christian Stewart Oscar Nichols. Uh, of course. 21 years old, allegedly dressed up in the pooch costume, recorded himself getting frisky with his pup, then posted the footage online. The creep was hit with animal cruelty charges, as he should. I'm surprised that Siberian Husky didn't rip his head off. Was like, well, you know, his argument was, is that he liked it. <laughs> Could you... I, 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 I can't even believe my... Could you imagine trying to do that to Mary no. Jane? <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> You get Clifford the big red dog costume. She would fucking <laughs> tear my ass up for just being in the dog costume. Here, here's a Chad for you, though. Florida man arrested over I eat ass. <laughs> yeah, I saw that one. But continue. Dylan Shane Webb was arrested for refusing to remove a sticker from his car that read I ate ass. Columbus County cops said the charges were later dropped after he argued that he's protected by the first the amendment. Funny, no buts the about funny it. thing about this, there is actually a YouTube video of that. I've seen it. It's a few years ago. But yeah, there is a uh, guy was recording when the cop pulled him over. I'm going to just read you this headline before I even go into it because I want to see your reaction. A Florida man arrested after botched castration surgery. Don't do that. It's bad for you. <laughs> An elderly Florida gentleman with a twisted castration obsession was busted for allegedly performing an at-home surgery on a, on another guy whom he met on the dark web fetish site. Uh-huh. Oh my gosh, I can't even say this guy's name. Cops said Van Ricewick, 74, allegedly admitted he screwed up the back alley surgery at his home in Sebring, Florida. Uh-huh. I'm going to just read some headlines like, sorry. here for you. Florida man arrested for trying to get Gator drunk. Yeah, that's the one that I just read to you. Florida man on Segway charged with DUI. <laughs> oh, my God. Only. Yeah. That, that's a California man one, too, I yeah, feel like. Yeah, yeah. Hey, here, I got, uh, got some funny stories that I had found. So let's see here. So this one's called, now that's what I call stupid. This is in my junior year of high school. This guy asked me on a date. He rented a Redbox movie and made a pizza. We were watching the movie and the oven beeped so the pizza was done. He looked at me in the eye and said, this is the worst part. Then I watched this boy open the oven, pull the pizza out with his bare hands, rack and all, screaming at the top of his lungs. We never had a second date. You, I, I got one. It's still a Florida man one, but it's, it's along that kind of mm. lines. So... A uh, Florida man groped Disney World princess while wife sat next well, to him. That's not good, man. Especially in a kitty park. That's that's how you go for jail for a long time. 
Apparently, he was charged with battery. I, I, I didn't know you'd be charged with battery for that. That, that, that's, that. I always thought that'd be sexual assault. Uh, That's depending on how far it went. Because yet... He apparently cupped her uh, left breast for three to four seconds. Yeah, uh, it would be sexual assault if she said no and he did it again. That's why it's considered battery, I'm pretty sure. Like, I'm not a lawyer, and I don't know. Do not take legal advice from me, by the way, because I don't oh, know. Oh, my goodness. But, you know, Josh Elliott, the legal eagle. Names, man. I don't give a fuck. Because I can edit it out. <laughs> I know yeah. you can. All right, uh, <clears throat> another funny story. Kid says, I drew a penis with a glue stick on the whiteboard. It says, my whole class got a detention because I drew a penis with a glue stick on the whiteboard, and when the teacher went to wipe off the board, all the fluff came off and stuck to the glue. I never got in trouble for it because my whole class found it too funny to tell the teacher it was me. What a legend, I, man. Uh, it's fucking awesome. But how... I feel like I feel like next to sleeping with one of your teachers. Where were the Where were those better. teachers when we were in school? <laughs> I know, man. Right? Like, I, I mean, first of all, it's just beyond. Like half the teachers I ever had, I would never touch with a ten. Not at all. And then there was like you know, there's like a quarter that were guys, and then you know, part that were really old, and then there's just like the hot ones. It's just like. Man, where were these women when I was in school? I, I guess we're... And why are these people telling on themselves? Mm-hmm. That's the like, shit you keep a secret. Like, you don't know. Exactly, because you want it to keep happening. What it was is that their mother found out and got jealous. <laughs> oh my gosh, did I tell you... Uh, <laughs> uh, speaking of mothers. Uh, so there's... Uh, I don't think I've ever told you this story. Um, there's a story about this kid that broke both his arms, uh-huh. and he used to whack it every so what, day, like for, three times. First off, a day. let's talk about this. What website were you on when you found this story? <laughs> oh, this was on. This was you know where all the good stories come from. This was on yes, Reddit. I had a feeling. I know. I know. I've came across that story on a different website. <laughs> um, would this website give my computer viruses? No. I mean, technically. <laughs> but yeah. Just don't click the links. <laughs> um, anyways, so this kid used to whack it like multiple times uh-huh. a day. So uh, when he broke both his arms, they were in cast. Couldn't do that anymore, obviously. And he was getting to be like so. He just. His parents couldn't handle him anymore. So his. Mother, not stepmother, but mm-hmm. mother, Bobby decided she'd help him out. Yes. So more wire pictures. So, um, she started jerking him off. It's dirty. And, and, yeah, and that led to uh, oral, and then they started sleeping together. This continued long after he got. This continued for like three or four more years, until uh, until he got his cast ta- after he got his cast taken off. And the husband knew about it. Um, Why? And the mother and son said, it, both of them said it wasn't weird because they never kissed. <laughs> it wasn't sex because I never kissed him on the mouth. You're frozen. Uh-oh. Allow access. I got a notification that said, uh, connection uh, lost. Uh-oh. 
Man, I don't know. Like, if I was that dad, I would never allow that to happen. Uh oh, that's no good. I think my internet took a shit. So, uh, everybody, bear with me. Did it? Yeah. That or this stuff isn't recording to where it needs to go, and it's filling up my driver. I I don't know if it's filling up your driver. Yeah, it or not. is because I'm also I'm recording with Audacity as well. Ah, uh, I got you. That little 1060 can't keep up, right? 1060 doesn't have nothing to do with uh, the fucking graphics card. I'm just I, I was making a joke yeah. there, Jose. I mean, it says I'm still live, but I disconnected. So I think I'm good. I don't know exactly. I think it was Twitch or uh, Skype that dropped, not so much uh, Twitch or OBS. So, so, so I think you, we're good. you know, man, you tell me, like, if uh, if that was your wife, would you ever let her just do that? No. I, I know. I, I like, man. Like at that point, I'd be like. I'm like, I don't care how much it costs. I will buy our son like, a hooker. I would go pay the slutty cheerleader. <laughs> exactly. Like, hey, here's like 50 bucks. Once you come by each day and jerk yourself. <laughs> you don't have to do anything else. Just yeah, jerk them off. Just give them a little rub and tug, you know, a little slap and, little slap yeah. and tickle. <laughs> like, like, dude, because that, that's the other, like, that, that story gives me like heebie-jeebies because, you know, all, all of a sudden you just like, you just picture your mom, you're like, oh, no. It, it no. burns. It burns. Never. <laughs> Big Bear. Big Bear chase me. Big Bear chase me. <laughs> All right, so. We, we, we don't have a cow. So here's another. We have a bull. Here, here's another funny story for you, talking about going into the incestuous comedy shit. Bleh, never mind. It ties into that, kind of. It says, I have a friend who I've known since I was very little. One day when he was six, I was at his house when he got this absolutely god-awful stomach pain. I mean, he was literally writhing in pain. So his mom took him to the doctor where the doctor took one, took one look and told her to take him to the ER. She feared something along the lines of incestual rapture. Or intestinal rupture. See, I read that. I thought I said incestual. I digress. <laughs> About halfway to the hospital, my friend suddenly let rip the loudest, most powerful fart any of us had ever heard. I swear to God, he levitated. We, th we thought the upholstery in the car had ripped. After a good 30 seconds of intense farting, he looked at his mom and said, I feel all better now. Oh, uh, have I ever told you the Jolly Rancher story? There's lots of Jolly Rancher stories, so maybe? <laughs> um, warning, this contains graphic material. Uh, I checked your channel earlier to allow mature content because you still hadn't done that yet. So, oh, yeah. thank you. Thank you so much. I, but I'm just saying for yeah. anyone, you might want to skip, like, a little bit ahead here. <laughs> um, so, this guy and his girlfriend both graduated high school, you know, high school sweethearts. Mm -hmm. um, he stayed in college in Florida, and she went up to Ohio. Uh, Ohio! Or vice versa. Ohio! I think it was vice versa. I think he went to college in Ohio, she stayed uh -huh. in Florida. Anyways, um, so... Uh, the girlfriend came up to surprise him after uh, their fall break because mm -hmm. he hadn't seen her in months. So, uh, you know, he noticed kind of a smell when he's going down mm -hmm. on her. So he just like, and she just wasn't tasting that good. 
So um, he went over and popped a Jolly Rancher in his mouth, started going back down on her, ends up losing the Jolly Rancher inside her, and then, you know, he goes to receive the Jolly Rancher back, and he gets it back in his mouth, and when he takes a bite down... You told me this. A gonorrhea-filled nodule explodes pus into his mouth and he starts vomiting all over the place. You told me this. Apparently, she had been cheating on him for months. And the last guy she slept with had given her gonorrhea. (laughs) (laughs) That's not cool. I've been drinking. Don't do that. There's that one. uh, have Have I told you Rock Lobster? Probably. But let's share it with everyone else. Yeah, let's share it with everyone else. To bring you back all the way to the crab beer. Crab whiskey. Or the crab whiskey. Whiskey. Sponsor us. Um, So, another story I found. This is a Reddit stable. Mm -hmm. So there's this woman that had weird fetishes. Uh One of them was stuff she masturbated with. So, one day she's in the supermarket and sees, you know that... Lobster uh, tank that they always uh-huh. keep sees lobsters in there. Mm-hmm. Well, you you know they feed those lobsters baby shrimp. Yeah. Yeah. So they feed them baby shrimp when they're at the supermarket. If anyone didn't know that, so the woman picks up a lobster, takes it home. Over the next week, she uses it to <laughs> masturbate because she likes the feeling of the tail inside. Her. That's not weird. Because she'd hold a candle in front of its face, because that gets them to freak out, and its tail would go wild. You kick your feet too. I mean, fire face, fire face. (laughs) Well, apparently she did this enough. Finally, it killed the lobster (laughs) when she was using it, and um, the lobster, like everything else, when it dies, avoided its Mm -hmm. bowels. So the woman gets done, you know, gets rid of the lobster, goes into the bathroom to use the bathroom. Looks down on the toilet and sees what she thinks is like worms or something. This is a baby shrimp swimming uh-huh. around. Coming out of her, she freaks out, starts running around her house, runs back in the bathroom, trips, falls, cracks her head open, and dies. <laughs> dum, dum, dum. Rock lobster. <laughs> that's, that's, that's not <laughs> cool. Oh, if you want to tell jokes. That segment brought to you by Crab Filled Whiskey. Oh, that's going to get you sued. Can't do that one. No, it's not. Yeah, even though you didn't name the name, which is good because you probably forgot. But don't say it! I don't I don't remember the name, to be honest good, with you. Good, because I do. Don't say it. Uh, let's see here. That one's long. I don't want that one quite yet. This one's called My Favorite Teacher. This is one time in sixth grade. I, we were at recess, and while I was running to my friends, it just so happened I kicked a huge rock. Keep in mind, I was wearing flip-flops, so it hurt like hell. And without thinking, I shouted at the top of my lungs, Motherfucker! And with my god-awful luck, my math teacher was sitting at the bench right beside me. He then took me inside to what I thought was to yell at me, but he just couldn't stop laughing and sent me back outside with a literal candy bar. He is still my favorite teacher to this day. (laughs) Where are those teachers, too, man? I never got a candy bar. (laughs) It's just like, here you go, you're being bitchy, taking stickers. <laughs> you can't say that in school. They don't like it. <laughs> I know, you gotta, you gotta, you got well, you know, you gotta do the compliment sandwich. 
You take a compliment, then you layer the criticism, and then you finish with the compliment. Compliment sandwich. Yeah, it still sounds like an insult. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I told Rob to do that once, and he didn't like it very much. I, uh, I assume he did not. <laughs> it was during my review. Um, he said, you better put some frosting on this shit, or I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> he's like, uh, I, I remember, he's like, uh, <laughs> put some frosting on it. <laughs> You just walk in, here's a cupcake, compliment, <laughs> criticism, like, compliment. Here's a cupcake, you're fucking up, you want sprinkles? <laughs> Do you want some milk? He's like, how about nuts? You like nuts on your cupcake? How about these nuts? <laughs> Man, I actually, uh, I don't know if I told you the story, I got in trouble with the supervisor. He, uh, he always asked to use my scale so he can weigh packages to send back mm-hmm. home. Because he sends stuff back home. Tell him this scale is for weed, motherfucker, unless you, you know, supply and I ain't got shit for you. <laughs> that's a big scale for <laughs> weed, man. I gotta tell that's a That's a scale you'd weigh yeah, yourself I got on. a lot of weed, man. How much, how much, how much <laughs> weed do you want? <laughs> anyway, so it. he'd walk back to me one day when I'm, when I'm working. He's just like, hey, do you have your scale here? And I was just screwing around with him. I'm like, why? What do you need it for? And he said, D's. I said, and I didn't even think. I said, D's what? He's like, D's nuts. And I'm like, oh, we're joking. Okay. You got me. That's a good one. You don't really need the scale. Okay. (laughs) I I said, "Uh, actually, no, uh, Joe has it right now. He's like, looks at me. He's like, Joe who? I said, Joe Mama. (laughs) And he kind of laughs, and then he pokes me. He's like, you can't say that to people. You can't talk to people's mothers. He's just like... And you can't talk to subordinates about your genitalia. It's like you, that's when you say... This is a conversation you wanted. This is a conversation you That's got. when you say you mispronounced shouldn't. <laughs> that would have been perfect. So that reminds me of a funny... So you know that scale they got over there in Ship Alone, right? Well, yeah, well yeah, Chris yeah. one day was baffled as to why we had that scale. And I said, well, normally it's for weighing freight, but nine times out of ten, it's just somebody weighing themselves. He's like, nah, nah, nobody ever does that. And you remember Patrick? Yeah. So not 20 minutes after that conversation, he's over there putting away something in one of the, in the hive over there. And he sees Patrick walk up on that scale, weigh himself, and then walk away. He's like, I couldn't fucking believe it, dude. He's like, you were right. I was like, I tried to tell you. He's like, it's just, I, it's, I couldn't fucking believe it. I said, like, why would somebody weigh themselves on that? It's like, because they got nothing fucking else to do. So, or telling stories. I got, I got, a, I got a bitch about something that kept happening Uh-oh. today, and I just got, I got to speak to the world at large. Uh-huh. So, have you been to MCI before around the terminals? It's been a real long time. So, when, when you first, so, so there's roundabouts to get to the terminals, and when you first go to the terminal, there's a road that splits off to the mm-hmm. left. That's more for like people just passing mm-hmm. through, and like uh, the like uh, the rental car buses and like the hotel buses that are gonna stop there, because there's a little curb that has you know bus stop kind of mm-hmm. things that people can stand in and wait. So there's those, and then there's the one that splits off to the other side of that little curb that runs right along the front of the terminal. There's two lanes, mm-hmm. and then there's the parking for the curb. Mm-hmm. I need people to stop parking at the curb and throwing their doors open as cars are driving. You know how many doors I about took out? Take it out, man. 
Because uh, they'll only do it once. You know, we 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 got we gotta go up and you know look at the cars. You know, we're just checking out, making sure everything's okay at the terminal. We're not looking at women or nothing. We're just driving okay. through, just checking to make sure everything's See, okay. They'll only do it once. Just take that door out, and they'll learn. That and like uh, people just stop. <laughs> Just We're here. Just stop. So, so actually, I was riding with one of my coworkers yesterday uh-huh. when we went to go check on stuff, and uh, and so there was a Dodge pickup that was parked at the curb, and he just pulled right out. Like that's the other thing they do that like gets on my nerves. They pull right out in front of you. They don't even look. You know where the grinds look, my gears. Oh yeah, look, I'm at the curb now. I'm not. Yeah. So they pull like right out in front of us, and it like the guy I'm with has a the shortest fuse you've ever heard of or seen. Like anything just sets this guy yeah. off. Like it, it it's a surprise to me that I can like I don't want to call it this, but manage him sometimes because he'll he'll go uh-huh. off. Uh-huh. And uh, I'll sit there and try to calm him down. I'm like, hey man, like look at this, look at this, calm down. Um, anyways. So this Dodge pickup pulls right in front of us, and then he slows down, too. So we go around him, and this Dodge pickup ends up back behind Mm -hmm. us. Well, you know, this guy's so vindictive that we get, you know, almost to the end. And he just starts slowing down, and then he turns on our beacon lights, and then he just stops and just sits there. Wait, and he's cussing the guy out behind us and stuff. He's like, yeah, how do you like that UMF-er and this and that? And it's just like... I'm just sitting there, I'm like, oh, God, dude, we're going to get enough mm-hmm. getting in trouble, and we can't go, you know, scouting anymore. Yeah, Because, yeah. I mean, man, l- let's be honest, I, I work with a bunch of men. <laughs> if we can go up and look at the menu every once in a while, it's uh, cool. Uh-huh. And we only do it when stuff's slow, which it has been for, like, the past week. Uh, so, talking about things that really grind my gears, right? I, Are we going to get in trouble for that, because that's from Family Guy? I mean, it's not trademarked. It's just a line that he said. But ah, gotcha. uh, so this is things that really pissed me off. I don't, I don't, don't know why. Maybe it's because it's just a younger generation, and that's how they fucking talk. But it pisses me off. It's just talking about when they say like things are disgusting. Like they're going to like the guy plays a really cool guitar riff. Dude says that was just fucking disgusting. I was like, that's not what that word means. I'm confused now. Or they're playing a game and a guy makes a really good move and goes, that was a fucking disgusting move. That's just disgusting. I was like, no, they like killed you. It's like, deal with it. But it, it pisses me off. I don't know why it pisses me off. But that's not how you that, use that, that word. Was nasty, that was a nasty rip. That was on fleek. I, you're right speaking there. gibberish. I can't, I can't understand you right now. Hey, how, how's that old-fashioned? Is it mid? So that, that, that's just, man, I, I get it. Like, and what was funny is the shop I work in, you got, like, we we work with a millennial, and then two people that are, or not millennial, uh, I work with the boomer. Like we are millennials, and then it's Gen Z, or whatever the fuck it is, are the new ones. I gotta get into that, because there's something that pissing me off here in a second, um, along those lines. So, uh... What are you looking at, man? Yeah, they are a good time passer, and I agree. Uh, so, there's a... Boomers are split up into Boomer 1 and 2. Uh, <laughs> boomer 1s are more what you think of when they talk about Boomers. Okay. Boomer 2s are actually closer to the Gen X line than you think. So we have one guy that's a Boomer 2. Uh-huh. And then we have two guys that are like, they they were right on the line for Boomer and Gen X. Uh-huh. 
But then we have a bunch of Gen X people, and like then there's three of us that are millennials, and then there's people that are Gen Z. Uh-huh. And it's just like, <laughs> like my buddy, I'll, I'll joke with him broken. all the time because depending on what what chart you look at, uh, he's he's uh, Gen Z, and on the other ones he's millennial. Mm-hmm. And he just like he has this whole thing. We uh, we were at training. I kept joking. I'm like, yeah, you. you you're Gen Z, you're Gen Z. He's like, I'm a millennial, bitch. <laughs> uh, anyways. Okay. So you could definitely tell the difference between people by, like, uh, what generation mm-hmm. they are. Yeah, I always find that funny just because you know how to deal with people most of the time just by what generation mm-hmm, they're from mm-hmm. and how to talk to them. And just, just the language is way yeah. different. Like, I mean... I wasn't part of Gen X, but, like, I'm an old soul, so I get along with Gen X very uh-huh. well. Uh, and I grew up with a dad that was Gen X, so that was really easy to do. Um, so, the thing that's pissing me off. So, at, uh, the other day I got curious, and I'm just like, hey, curious you know, or just curious? <laughs> Does it matter? Yes. What are you staring at? Uh, so, someone put something. Oh, uh, okay. It got him in trouble. I had to uh, fix it. Oh, yeah, because I'm not monitoring your stream. I'm monitoring mine, so. <laughs> the sissy phone. <laughs> That's right. So um, you just say wash your sister's house? Because first off, you shouldn't be washing your sister. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, so I got I got curious, not by curious, <laughs> the other day um, to see what comes after Generation Z. We don't know yet. We haven't got there. So, there's actually a uh, professor somewhere, you know, these great professors. Uh-huh. Go to college, they said. Get an education, they said. You'll make more money, Of course, they said. they said. And not waste money on a liberal mm-hmm. arts degree. I mean, what? Anyways, so, apparently, the next generation after Generation Z is Generation Alpha. Because they are the future. They are going to be the best of us. How many times have you heard that in your life? I bet your dad heard that, you, you know... Our generation was going to be the best generation, you know, because they're going to be the best of us. Uh-huh. I predict Generation Alpha are going to be lazy as fuck and not want to Sounds work. about right. It's idiocracy. Like, shit's broken. Throw it away. Because, dude, I mean, you, I, I don't really see it that much anymore, but I saw it when I worked with you. I need you. more cherries. It's like, the, the, younger, the younger the people got, the less they wanted to work, the lazier they were. Oh, yeah, were. dude. That's why I said they don't hire anybody under fucking 30. Hey man, I was under yeah, 30. Yeah, still. That that would be my ideal situation, not hiring any fucking body under the age of 30. Yeah, but you know, no no corporate person is going to agree with you cuz that's like ageism. I don't give a fuck. I didn't say don't interview him, I said don't hire him. <laughs> well, that's like uh, I'm pretty sure so there's a guy that works in a different department and he like he would come by when I first started all the time. He's like, "Yeah, I applied for your position." Mhm. He's like, I didn't get it. And I just, all the time I'm thinking, like, there's two of those guys that told me that, and it's just like, well, dude, you're ancient. You're, like, old, old. Like, because it was funny to, like, look at the people that they hired. There's uh, uh, two people in their mid to early 20s, me, who's in their late 20s, and two people that are in their early 30s. They're looking at people they can get, like, 30 years of work out of. Yeah. They're not looking for someone they're going to get, like, two years of work out of. They don't want to invest that 
money and training into someone that's gonna be there for a second. Mm-hmm. But I like I, I just like I kept that to myself. I'm like I'm like that makes a lot of sense why they didn't let people get into these positions that were old. <laughs> it's sad if that's what happened, but you know. Yeah. Pays to be young. Ish, youngish. And I'm coming up on thirty quick. Ooh. Ooh. I'll be thirty two in four days. Oi. How many four. days? You held up three fingers, bud. No, it I said four days. Where was the other finger it right was there? Probably off to the side or some shit. <laughs> the fucking background. Like depending on where I'm at, it gets rid of shit. So Oh, oops, see? Yeah, for everyone listening, uh, Thorn has a green screen. Mm-hmm. Well, this isn't... That likes to cut in and out. This isn't actually using the green screen. This is actually using the background for Skype itself. It's got that background that you can put in. So that's actually what it's showing. Like, that's my default choice. But yeah, if I get too far into it, you know... Shit just disappears. Like I can put my microphone all the way up here, or all the way back, and it you know it just blends in. This is a lot more whiskey than it is everything else. Good times. Oh, you got any other gripes? Quit touching my shit. <laughs> that's pretty. That's pretty much all I got. Just stop man. It. Uh, I never realized it until recently. So that other shop I work at, I have uh, the truck I'm building, and I'll like look out, and there'll be like a customer leaned against uh-huh. it, and I'll like I'll be like I'm gonna go over, like I'll tell my boss, but like, hey, you need to go out there and tell him to get off my vehicle. Like why? I'm like, cause I'm about to go out there and choke slam someone, and I don't want to. Yeah. So so like I never realized how territorial I was about my uh, vehicles. So are you happy I got rid of the driving of the steering wheel? Well, I mean, we could have gone back in the starship and made it look like you're driving a starship. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Instead, you're in some hippie, uh, uh, what do they call it? Hipster metrosexual city bar no, right now. No, it's an apartment, and I paid damn good money for this apartment. <laughs> I mean, I could see the exposed wiring on the ceiling. It looks yeah, great, you, man. You, I'm so you proud. You see of that you. view? You see that view? That view. <laughs> I pay $5,000 a month. Shit, I don't pay shit for that view. I pay, Skype says I can have it for free. <laughs> we could have had a Halo Starship for free too, man. I mean, we could have. We could have. I look like I got the crappy set from uh, Toy Soldiers. <laughs> I mean, I could just go back and just be looking at a straight green screen. I mean, there's that option too. I need you to wear a green shirt too, so you're just a full. I've done man. that before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've got a shirt that's actually the same shade as this fucking screen back here, so I have done that before. It really fucked me up one day, dude. I was watching this streamer, right? Did you know? So Bud Light cans here are blue, correct? In uh-huh. Canada, they're green. Yeah, and I didn't know this, so I'm watching this dude stream, and I see him pick up this Bud Light can, and all I can read is the Bud Light. You can't see the can. I'm like, oh, so you're using a blue screen, right? He's like, no, I'm using a green screen, bud. He's like, cans are here are green. I was like, that's not right. They're supposed to be blue. Why are they fucking green for you? It's like, that's broken. What are you staring at? Well, uh, I I was looking up Canadian Bud Light, (laughs) and... 
<laughs> it just showed normal Bud Light, but if you Google green Bud Light, it just brings up Bud Light. <laughs> no, I swear to God. I was like, I didn't, I asked him, is like, is that like a seasonal thing? Because it was around Christmas. I was like, that's, that's just a seasonal thing. He's like, no, nah, here in Alberta, they're just green. I'm like, I don't fucking believe you. I think you're using a blue screen. Don't want to fucking admit it. Uh, apparently, Bud Light Seltzer in Canada is not in slim cans. They're only in standard cans. That's the only thing Ooh. I found. Ooh. I don't think you're using Google to its... Oh, wait, you're not using Google. You're using Yahoo. That's why you have broken... No, that's good. That's why you have broken news. <laughs> so, yeah. And you got a compass? You're my compass. No, I'm not. <laughs> if you're using me as a don't... moral compass, that shit's broken. Uh, have you ever watched Brad Williams, a comedian? Oh yeah. The um, what, what's the political little person? Term? Little person. I almost said tiny. He he embraces um, the word midget. So when we talk about him, we can say midget because he don't give a fuck. Yeah, but other little people might be. Well, upset. that's too bad. <laughs> Go get a green Bud Light that you apparently can't find in Canada. <laughs> Because I couldn't find All it Canada. on Yahoo. Yahoo. No. Um, where does it go? Oh, he, he has like a whole bit about how uh, how uh, his his wife now used to be an MMA uh -huh, fighter. Yeah, she's the Asian MMA fighter. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And uh, there's one day like a guy called her a cunt. Mm-hmm. At a bar. Oh, I've heard this story. And he's just like, oh, it's about to go down. <laughs> you dead on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and she's just like, she turned to him like, you going to let him talk to me like that? It's like, what? What? <laughs> yeah, see, my, my woman, she knows better. She doesn't know you're going to let him talk to, me like, talk to me like that. She's like, I'm not going to let him talk to me like that. And she will fuck him up. And then I have to get in the middle of it. <laughs> Well, you know, equality. Yeah. Equality. This postmodern feminism. I, really making stuff great, I right? I guess. So, this is a funny story. So, you know, I get my new couches and stuff in my apartment. And my dad and brother sit down on my couch. And they start criticizing my TV, first of all. <laughs> they're looking at it. They're like, you need a bigger TV. Because, you know, 42-inch TV is not big uh -huh, enough. Uh-huh. I've I've now got a fifty something inch TV and apparently it's still not. Oh yeah, enough. you need to, you need to get that big ninety six inch fucking wall TV. Just get you a projector, man. I used to have. I actually I used to have a projector in my old mm -hmm. apartment. I'll, I'll get into that story in a second. Anyways, so we're sitting there. And my dad's like, "Yeah, you know, your place is really coming together." And he's like looking around. I got uh, I have framed pictures of gun patents on the wall. And he's just looking at that, and then he like looking at my coffee table. I've got my Bible and some other religious books. Uh -huh. And he's just like, he's like, you should really put that stuff. <laughs> and I'm like, why? And he's just like, well, you know, you bring a girl over here, and you know, she's not religious or she's anti-gun. He's like, you're just gonna ruin it before. I'm like, look, man, probably not getting back to my apartment if 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 I know any of that. Uh -huh. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Maybe we go over to her apartment instead. Mm -hmm. And he's just like, I told him, I'm like, look, man, I'm almost 30 years old. Someone wants to change me. I'm not going to let it happen. All right, so a uh, funny story about my apartment that I had in Maine. I had a projector. And we'd have people over all the time. And they'd walk in, and all they'd see is, like, 
a fucking couch in the middle of the living room just looking at a wall they're like what where's your tv and i'm just like oh uh you know i don't believe in tv i said i just sit on my couch and i stare I at the just wall sit here and i imagine porn <laughs> you know i never use that for that i always you know i kind of wonder what porn on an entire wall would look like it's just as dirty as it sounds <laughs> especially if you got surround sound and all your ears I mean, I'm sure that couldn't sound any different than when you have earbuds. I can't do that. My cheeks are too tight for that. Skinny people you problems, You a Josh. big old handful and you go... Ow, that hurts. It, I can't... I didn't say it. Look, it's I didn't like, say it didn't hurt. Look, man, I can't. That's all I got is like you a little pinch. grab a hold of it. I mean... Uh, yeah, and you just pull it out and pull it in. Pull it out and pull it in. There you go. <laughs> How I grabbed more beer than I did cheese. But you got it. <laughs> but you got but it. you got it. We got any more topics? Oh, let me see. Got another funny story. Yada, yada, yada. Put that finger down. All right, this one's kind of a longer one. It says, so in 8th grade, I used to read a lot during class. At the time, I was reading an Artemis Fowl book, and for some reason, I had two copies of the same book. So one day in my English class, we were reading this other book, which I had already finished reading three days earlier. I was reading my own book, and when it finally came my turn to read, I had no no idea where we were. So the teacher took my book away. I found my spot, read the part, passed it on to the next person to start reading. So after I'd read my part, I took out my second book, my second copy of Artemis Fowl, and picked up right where I'd left off. Skip a few minutes ahead, gets back to my turn to read, and again, I don't know where we are. So the teacher takes a look at me, sees the book in my hands, then back at their desk, obviously confused for a second, but shrugs it off knowing it's me she's dealing with. Knowing that it's me she's dealing with, I've caused this similar problems before. Takes my second book and puts it on her desk and makes me read my part. Now, my friend that sat two chairs in front of me was also reading Artemis Fowl, and at the same time, at the same time as me, and with a quick look at him, he knew exactly what I was planning. He took it out and passed it to me without hesitation. I opened it at a random spot and just pretended like I was reading. At this point, it was just a mess with, mess with my teacher. So I skip forward again, and my teacher sees me with the book and says, How many of these do you have? I gave my smart-ass remark as, Enough. She then took away that book. She took away that book too, but now at this point, I was out of books, and the rest of my class knew it. But the teacher didn't know was... Didn't know I was out, so she continued with her lesson, and another friend of mine took two of her books and then switched them out with the two of the Artemis Fowl books on her desk to make them look like they were still there. He passed out the books slowly around the room, one at a time, until they were back to me. Then I took one out, opened it in a random spot, and just kept it open, waiting to get caught. I silently signaled a few friends, a few people in class, and they started laughing. The teacher looked at what they were laughing at and saw me with yet another book. She looked at her desk, and there were a seemingly three Artemis books, and saw me with the fourth. She took it and walked back to her desk, put it down, turned around, and saw me with the second book, and that got taken back to, back to uh, her desk. The teacher thought she was going to win this game, but underestimated my teamwork with my classmates. So the second she came over to take away the seemingly fifth book, another classmate took 
took back to steal the other two books from her desk and split them up, sending them, sending them one one to me, sending me one one way and the other the other way. The teacher was very flustered and laughing hysterically at this point, and there was no more teaching going on. The entire class was also going ballistic, saying, trying to see who would win. It was just a game of how many books does, how many books does this eighth grader have? So at the end of the class, she thought she had taken 11 books from me. I took pity on her and told her what was really happening. I told her that I already had read the first book and that the teamwork and all the teamwork that went on. We were both laughing and making jokes. In the end, she agreed to let me read my own books as long as I kept track of the actual book we were reading. Meaning I asked the person next to me to tell me when it's my turn and then they point to the spot that I don't actually have to keep track. <laughs> Hey, I'm just wondering, you know what the best thing about Switzerland is? The banks. I don't know, but the flag is a yeah, big that's plus. True. That's true. Swiss Army knife. MacGyver. Based MacGyver, off of that? MacGyver is knife. Canadian. <laughs> hey, why do they always tell actors to break a leg? I don't know, because breaking your larynx is just a little bit too far. Because every play has a Ooh. cast. Uh oh. I've got a, a nerdy, nerdy one, one for is you. Is it a dirty one or a nerdy one? No, okay. Nerdy. I mean, anybody can find anything, anybody can find anything hey. dirty. Helvetica and Times New Roman walk into a bar. Get out of here, says the bartender. We don't serve your type. <laughs> I need to send these to Rob. <laughs> is he still doing that? Uh... Hell, if I know, I'm not in that department anymore. Oh, come on. Chris, Chris knows. probably knows, but you know, Chris is too busy bitching about shit. Well, okay, so I'll, I'll put it to you like so. At my job, we have, and actually, it's getting kind of out of hand. How many things? Uh, I've got to spend more time on a computer every day than actually doing my job uh -huh. sometimes. Um, so we go in in the morning, and there's an electronic time clock. We do that. Then there's a punch card. Mm -hmm. We do that. Well, this punch card at the end of the day, we have to fill out with a num numerical mm -hmm. code for what we've done. And then we have to write in the comments what we've mm -hmm. done. And the hours we spent doing it. And if it gets split up, so like uh, today we had bus fluid checks, I drove a bus. So I have to then split up that into a different numerical code with the hours I did it. And then write what I did. Mm -hmm. And then also, before we start working on a specific vehicle, we have to log into what we're doing specifically on a work order, clock time on it. Um, if we get that done, and it's still the same vehicle, but it's a different problem, we then have to go back to the mm -hmm. computer, mark what we had done before as done, and then log into something else. I mean, really, you don't have to. I don't like, so I spent like 10 minutes the other day with a list that was like two pages <laughs> long. Just click, go through, D-O-N, next one, D-O-N. <laughs> Just because they, uh, well, apparently City Hall looks at uh, that stuff to see how much time we're logging mm -hmm. on things, but I don't think uh, they do. For some reason, that reminds me of a funny story. So, I think it was like 10th grade or something like that. Uh, we were in biology class, and the teacher, he always used to do this thing where we could get extra credit when he would show a video. 
if you wrote down observations and there was always like a curve depending on the person who wrote the most observations got the most points and then everybody was graded accordingly well uh he was getting pissed off because people were turning in you know mainly me most people you know in classes before he was getting maybe a page maybe a page and a half of these of these observations and I cheated the system. I started down writing stupid shit like this person's wearing a blue shirt, that person's wearing a green shirt. They're talking about this and just go. I handed this dude six pages of observations that I made about this 15-minute fucking video. And they had tried, like the rest of the classes said, we're only going to write down ten each. That way we all get the same amount of points. And they all got pissed off at me because, of course, I turned in six pages of shit and I got the 150 points. I get the 150 points, which was the max, which means I didn't have to do an assignment. And this dude would show a video once a week. So there was one assignment I didn't have to do once a week because I got 150 points extra credit. So I would just pick the one I didn't want to fucking do. <laughs> and then that's what I got credit for is there a grade above an A plus? <laughs> A plus plus. I don't know. Can we talk about the metric system for a second? Get rid of it. Well, considering everybody else in the world besides us uses it, I don't think that's going to work. Well, seeing as everybody else in the world also uses uh, the imperial system. That's just system. to help us stupid Americans. <laughs> no, 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 no. They still use the imperial system for other stuff. They just only use it when it's convenient. But it's like, oh, it's easier to break this down in pounds than it is in ounces. Kilos. Kilos. Ounces. Same thing. Words are hard, okay? <laughs> I don't know what the metric equivalent to ounces would be. Or as me or as metric actually ounces, I don't. Milliliters? Fuck. I that. think liters. Yeah, it'd be liters. But still, there's like four quarts to a liter, and there's eight quarts or uh, eight ounces to a quart, though. Wait, right? wait, 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 wait. Say that again. There's four quarts to a liter, and there's eight quarts. Nah, I'm, I'm fucking around. Whiskey. Okay. Uh, I'm doing shit in my head that I don't know what to talk about, so I'm trying to talk about t I'm trying to talk it out so I figure it out, <laughs> if that makes sense. But yeah, there's four quarts to a gallon, though, right? Okay. Yes. But I think there's, what, eight ounces to a quart? Did you know that uh, the American pint and the English pint are different? Yeah, isn't the English yes. pint bigger? So that American's at 16 ounces, and uh, English is 24. Um, what, what's funny is the only reason I know about that is because of beer. And that's the only reason I know it too. Because <laughs> you ask for a pint of beer, you get like a big uh -huh. glass. You're just like, that's a lot more it's than like, what I thought. The only reason I know how many grams are in an ounce because I used to smoke a lot of weed. <laughs> I got a buddy that used to sell. Uh, drug dealers are actually surprisingly good uh -huh. at math, guys. I don't know if you know this. Simple math. You don't have to. Do, you don't have to do a whole bunch of. You're not adding letters to. Yeah, it. but it, 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 it's working yeah. math, so you know they're definitely. It's gonna like you're not adding it. letters to it. You're just trying to figure out how many is in this. We'll be talking about something like if we were having this conversation, you just rattle off. Like, Dude, how do you know that? You sell drugs for a living, man. Twenty-eight point five. That's what's in an ounce. It ain't. Well, that's the funny ounce. thing. So, uh, 
So here's a very funny thing that car manufacturers do sometimes. Even even American car manufacturers. Um, so um, most mechanics charge an AC system by pounds. Uh-huh. Some car manufacturers just decide that, like, eh, hey, no, I'm going to put it in ounces. So me, not wanting to remember this useless information that I don't use very often, I'm just like, Google, what is 44 ounces into pounds? You're 16 ounces to a pound. I know, but I just try not to remember that. 442 grams, you can do this. I believe in you, man. You yeah. can do it. <laughs> yeah. Alright, man, you want to call it? I mean, yeah, we can probably call it now. I would like to thank everybody that came by and hung out with us. Uh, I'm recording this in post because we got, you know, we didn't know what we were doing, so we just kind of abruptly ended it, so I apologize. Uh, We're going to get better next time. Just, uh, as I said before, you can find us on Twitter. We're on Facebook. It's on Facebook. It's Warning This Shit's Funny Podcast, and there's also a page under Warning This Shit's Funny. And also, you can hit us up on Twitter at shit underscore warning. Uh, We're going to try to upload at least once a week. Uh, we're still figuring this out, you know, so, uh, this is my first time actually editing something like this, and, you know, it's been a learning experience, but we're slowly figuring it out, so, once again, I'd like to thank everybody for coming by, I hope you all had a good time, and we'll see you next week. Dear Slim, I thought you might have heard of me, maybe, cause lately, everywhere I turn, someone's comparing us crazy, I never would have thought when I was bumping Biggie and Pac that I would buy bleach in a box and become the product of shape. But I'm here now Hi, my name is Tom McDonald People call me controversial I'm the one that counterculture follows Every song I drop's a problem I offend an awful lot with topics Commenting on race and politics I'm pretty awesome Dear Slim I know we're very different politically Seems like some of your biggest fans Are the victims I'm triggering They're convinced I don't like you Which ain't consistent with history I was picked on as a kid And they don't know what Slim did for me But I'm here now And I fight the system just like you Was addicted to pills and liquor And quit them just like you People claim that you hate me But Marshall, that can't be right, dude You'd have to hate yourself as well as Marshall, I'm you. Marshall, don't get me back when you became Eminem. You changed the world with a pen. Well, now I'm just like you. I don't give a